Hello, welcome to another episode of Walking in the Word with Lady P. And today, I want to come from the scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11. That's Jeremiah 29 and 11. In the NIV, Jeremiah 29 11 reads, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And if I could tag this text with a title, it would be, Don't Lose Hope. Don't Lose Hope. I needed to remind myself this very thing. I needed to remind myself of Jeremiah 29, 11. I needed to remind myself of this powerful scripture because I needed to know and be reminded that the Lord has plans for me. And just like I had to be reminded, I'm quite sure you probably need to be reminded as well that the Lord has a plan for you. He has a plan for us to prosper us and not harm us but to give us hope and a future. And if I could give this text a title, it would be, Don't Lose Hope. I know we got so much, so much going on in our world today. It is so hard for one to believe that change will ever come. Will this virus ever go away? Will my healing ever come? Will my breakthrough ever come through? Will our country ever be united? Will our community ever come together? Will our family bring back the love for one another? Will our churches ever be filled again? Will our finances ever be more than enough will these gas prices go down will this war cease when just when will my change come can i stop by here to tell you today can i encourage you on today to don't lose hope don't lose hope When I began to look up the definition of hope, I looked looked up the definition of hope from several um, dictionaries. The Oxford language defined hope as a feeling of expectation, a desire for a certain thing to happen. Then the Merriam-Webster dictionary translates hope as to cherish a desire with anticipation to want something to happen or be true. Whatever your definition of hope is defined as, I see hope as an essential ingredient that is needed to keep our mind, our bodies, and souls together when everything else is out of alignment that is happening in our lives. Hope 
is like soil to a seed in which the soil provides temperature modification and nutrients. And like the soil to the seed, hope sets the temperature and insulates belief that things will get better. It controls the atmosphere around you. It gives you expectation that in spite of the facts that I see, it won't control the truth that I believe. If God said that I am healed, that means I am healed. If God says that I am free, that means that I am free. If God says that I am the head and not the tail, that means that I am the head and not the tail. If God says that I'm a lender and not a borrower, that means I am a lender and not a borrower. The fact may say that I have bill collectors calling my phone, but the truth says my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. The facts may say that I have pain in my body. I am aching all over and I don't understand and feel my best from day to day. But the truth says that he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him and by his stripes. I am healed. The facts may say that Omicron, Delta, flu, and every other virus and sickness is at its peak. But the truth says that if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and will heal their land. The word says that the truth shall make you free. Hope takes root in your spirit that despite of what it looks like in the natural, it won't always be like this. Though we can't see the seed in the soil, but as the planter, we are expecting something to sprout forth that will give us life and the nutrients that we need that will help us along the way. What are you saying, preacher? Just because you don't see it, just because you can't touch it, just because you can't taste it, just because you can't hear it, and just because you can't feel it, doesn't mean that it's not working for your good and God's glory. Because Romans 8:28 lets us know, and we know that all things work together for the good. He did not say some things, but his word says all things work together for the good of those who love God to them who are called according to his purpose. And that is which brings me to my first point. My sister and my brother, you have a purpose. You were created to be a blessing and not a burden. You were created to be a warrior and not a wimp. 
You were created to be victorious and not a victim. You were created for greatness and not worthlessness. When God made you, my sister, when God made you, my brother, he broke the mold. There's no duplicate. You are an original because you have purpose. Don't lose hope. I know someone may have told you or the enemy may have whispered lies in your ears that you will never amount to anything, that you will never be anything, that you will end up a nobody just like sister so-and-so, just like brother so-and-so. But guess what? I know that the enemy have said that you will never come out of this situation because he tried to whisper the same lies in my ears. And guess what? He will also whisper that no one will ever love you or deal with you or associate with you. But you better believe that the devil is a liar. You have purpose. Can I tell you about purpose? Can I give some names who had purpose? Samson had a purpose. David had a purpose. John the Baptist had a purpose. And Paul had a purpose. And just like those characters in the Bible, Jeremiah had a purpose. In this book, Jeremiah was called by God to be a prophet to Judah, which was the southern kingdom. He faithfully confronted the leaders, the people, with their sin. He prophesied both their 70-year captivity in Babylon and their eventual return from exile. After surviving the fall of Jerusalem, Jeremiah was forcefully taken to Egypt. Yet, Jeremiah remained faithful in spite of Jerusalem's destruction. Years of obedience had made Jeremiah strong and courageous. May we be able to stand strong through these difficult times as Jeremiah did. Though we may not be in captivity to a nation, but we are in a captivity to a plague. We are in captivity to racism. We are in captivity to social injustice. We are in captivity to hate. We are in captivity to gun violence. We are in captivity to a war. We are in captivity to sin. But just like the purpose for this book was to urge God's people to turn from their sins and back to God. We are to turn from our sins and back to God. The words of God are still alive and they are still well and there's still hope and a purpose for every man and woman so that they can turn their hearts back to God. Jeremiah wasn't popular in the eyes of people. Did you not know that? He was not popular. Anytime that you are spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, expect not to be popular to this world. Anytime you are speaking the truth in regards to what thus said the Lord, don't expect to get amens every time. In the eyes of the world, Jeremiah was not a success. But in God's eyes, Jeremiah was one of the most successful people in all history. 
Jeremiah courageously and faithfully proclaimed the word of God. Just as Jeremiah had a purpose, you have a purpose. You have a purpose to love. You have a purpose to serve. You have a purpose to enlighten, inspire, and edify the body of Christ. God has equipped you for such a time as this for greatness, for inspiration, and for the kingdom building. You have purpose. I have never seen so many young adults committing suicide because they had no purpose to living. No matter how high the mountains may look, there is hope, my sister, my brother. No matter how low the valleys may seem, there is hope, my sister, my brother. No matter how dark the clouds may show in your life, there is still hope, my sister and my brother. No matter how much rain that come into your life, there is still hope. Don't let the enemy speak lies in your spirit as if there is no hope for your life. John 10, 10 says that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I come that you have life and have it more abundantly. So guess what? This is the duty of the enemy, but God says his reassurance, his assurance lets us know that he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So this brings me to my second point. We know that God has a purpose, but guess what? God has a plan. God has a plan. In this book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter in the 11th verse. The word says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God has a plan for your life. While you're trying to figure out how you're going to make it, God has already made a way out of no way. God's plans are far better than your perception. Did you hear that, my sister, my brother? God's plans are far better than what your eyes can see. His plans are far better than your perception. He knows your ending before your beginning. He sees what's ahead before it appears. He knows the U-turns, wrong turns, and dead ends that you had made, but you that you have made. But yet, he took care of you. Did you hear that? He knows the U-turns. He knows the wrong turns. And definitely the dead ends that you have made. But yet, he took care of you. He, would, he didn't bring you this far, my sister, to leave you now. He didn't bring you this far, my brother, to leave you now. God has a plan for you. You may be sick in your body, but God has a plan for you. You may have gotten a bad diagnosis, but God has a plan for you. You may be troubled in your spirit, but God has a plan for you. You may have fallen short of God's glory, but God still has a plan for you. You may have been neglected by people, but God has a plan for you. You may have been turned down for the position on your job and you know you were more than qualified. 
don't lose hope because God has a plan for you. He knows the plans he has for you. And not only does he know and have a plan and a purpose for you, but there also he has promises for you. And that leads me to my final point. God's promises. Remember, God has a purpose. God has a plan. And God has a promise. He promises hope and a future. That's good news for somebody on today. Because you have been deceived by the mirage, the glare, and the blurred vision of the enemy. You have been given counterfeit lies of defeat from the enemy. You have been confused, abused, and misused by the enemy. I came by here to tell you on today that God has a promise that you will have hope and a future. I know the enemy has said the end to your story, but I declare to be continued with your joy back, to be continued with your peace back, to be continued with your happiness back. Continuing to walk in the abundance of God, continuing to walk in the authority of God and continuing to be a witness for God. Don't you lose hope. You are coming out of this. Trouble don't last always. Don't lose hope. In spite of what the world is doing, don't lose hope. In spite of how the world is looking, don't lose hope. In spite of the normal rising with COVID, don't lose hope. In spite of the evil prevailing, don't lose hope. In spite of what your bank account says, don't lose hope. No matter how the lightning is flashing, and the thunder is roaring. Don't you lose hope. God has promised you hope and a future. Not only did he promise you hope and a future, he came that you have life and have it more abundantly. Thank God for your purpose. Thank God for his plans. Thank God for his promises because it was 2,000 years ago when purpose met plans and plans met promises. And through the birthing by divine intervention, God himself came down 42 generations through the birth of a virgin named Mary. Mary had a purpose and God had a plan that the promise would come and take away the sins of the world. They marched our promise up a hill called Calvary. They put nails in his hands, nails in his feet. They put a crown of thorns on his head. They pierced him in his side until blood and water came running down. I'm talking Talking about a promised Messiah who turned water into wine, who healed the sick and gave sight to the blind, who gave strength to the lame and light to the dead. They laid him in Joseph's new tomb, but that's not how the story ends. That on that third day, he rose with all power in his hand. He rose with plans. He rose with purposes. He rose with a promise never to leave us, neither will he 
forsake us, to be a present help in the time of need, to be a bridge over troubled water. Because Isaiah 40, 31 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Hebrews 11, 11, hallelujah. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You are my refuge and my shield. I have hope. I have put my hope in your word. Hallelujah. Don't lose hope. You have a purpose. God has a plan. God has a promises. Declare to yourself. I shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Don't lose hope. He will. Hallelujah. Turn your midnights into days. Hallelujah, Jesus. We just want to tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to lose hope in this hour. We don't have to, hallelujah, bow down to the sins of the world. We don't have to walk in fear with all the evil that's going on. We don't dare. We cannot lose hope in such a time as this. We got to fight the good fight of faith and don't lose hope. In spite of what it looks like, in spite of what our world seems like gun violence is taking over, when you see innocent lives of children being lost, uh, from one town, one city to another. Huh? When it seems like evil is prevailing, uh, we cannot lose hope in this season. Uh, we cannot lose hope in this hour. Huh? But we got a blessed hope. Uh, we got assurance. Huh? We got insurance and assurance uh, of a Savior huh? that came that we have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, I declare on this day to you, my sister. Uh, I declare on today for you, my brother brother. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare get weary in well-doing that you shall reap if you faint not. You gotta keep the hope alive. You gotta keep believing in the truth in the great I am. He said that I am that I am. Whatever we need him to be. If you're sick, my sister. If you're sick, my brother. He is the great physician. He is a doctor in the sick room. If you find yourself in some trouble, if it seems like you've been crucified and your character is under assassination, he will be a lawyer in the courtroom. You can't lose hope in such a time as this. You gotta trust in the one, keeping your eyes looking to the hills where your help comes from. And all of your help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Don't you dare give up in this season. Don't you dare lose your hope in this season. You got to keep pressing toward the mark of the high calling. The high calling in Christ Jesus. He's the one that can turn your midnights into middays. He can turn your morning into dancing. He'll give you beauty for your ashes. Lord, the one, the great I am. The lily of the valley and our bright and morning star. Don't you dare lose hope in this season. I know it may not be going like you want it to go. I know things 
things may be hard for you right now. I know it may not seem no change is coming in your body, but you better not lose hope. Don't you keep your eyes. Don't you let the situation determine your circumstance. Don't you let that situation dictate your father because he is the one that can carry all your sins away. He's the one that can heal all your bruises, all your wounds. He can heal your broken heart. He can heal your brushed and broken spirit. He can build you up. He can make you brand new. He can renew your spirit. He can renew your mind. He will give you a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit that is pleasing within you. Oh God, we thank you. My sister, my brother, don't you lose hope. Don't you lose hope. Don't you lose hope. You may lose some friends along the way. You may lose some family along the way. But don't you dare lose your hope. Don't you dare lose your faith. Because you will be tried. Your faith will be tested. And your character will be questioned. But don't you dare give up my sister. Don't you dare give up my brother. Trouble don't last always. And just like Jeremiah 29 and 11, for God knows the plans he have for you. See, don't nobody know what you're going through. Don't nobody know the trials you're up against. Don't nobody know the nights you stood up rocking and pacing pacing and rocking, crying, wetting your pillow. Don't nobody know how you're trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. Don't nobody know the trouble that you're going through. Don't nobody know all the haters you've been having to deal with. Don't nobody know, but I'm so glad, I'm so glad, I'm so glad my sister, my brother, that God cares and he sees and he knows all that you're going through. You're not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. And don't you dare think that you're in this world by yourself. Don't you dare think that you're, you're going through trials and tribulations by yourself. Don't you dare think that you're facing this sickness by yourself because first peter 5 and 7 says cast all your cares upon me who cares for you take my yoke my yoke is easy and my burden is light god wants to lift your burden he wants to make your life easy but you gotta trust in him don't lose hope don't lose hope Don't lose hope. And I want to leave you with a poem that God gave me, originated by me, given by the Holy Ghost. And that title is Don't Lose Hope. And it reads, when we see the world today, it seems as hope is gone with so much evil and despair. 
one may ask how long. Despite the trials and tribulations that a person may go through, it's very important in this time to focus on things that are true. Though the rain may fall and the wind may blow and seasons may often change, perfect love and a compassionate heart should always remain the same. Oftentimes we wonder why things and people change. How our world is displayed today, the question is still hard to explain. I vow to be a blessing to every boy and girl, to every man and every woman, and everything in this world. Hope is so important in our lives today. It helps to keep our focus on a brighter day. No matter how things may look and how it seems so bad, the key to joy and happiness is making each day glad. Whatever the problems that you may face that seems so hard to cope, stay encouraged in God's word and please don't lose your hope. Please don't lose your hope. I pray that something that I said today have blessed you like it has blessed me. And I think I get so emotional because I understand what you're going through. If I can't testify and give my testimony, I, if I can't share what God is doing in my life and what he has spoken to me to share with you, then who am I? I want to be a kingdom builder. I want to lift someone else's spirit up to let you know there is hope and our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is in the Father. He cares for us. He cares for you. He cares for me. So whatever you're going through, don't you lose your hope. You keep that faith and you put your eyes and your mind on things that are eternal and not on the things that is temporal. Thank you for tuning in. Until the next time, have a blessed day. And God loves you. And so do I. Thank you. God bless.